0: You're listening to the After the Show movie podcast from aschoolie.com. You can find this podcast on the iTunes Music Store, Google Play, YouTube, voice assistants, just say listen to After the Show movie podcast. And you can also find us on aschoolie.com where we post written reviews. With that out of the way, here are your hosts, Ace Scully and Sid Talk. Hello, Sid Talk. Yo. Are you
1: ready to rumble? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Not rumble. You've got
0: to bring some enthusiasm to this part of the show. <laughs> yeah. Even if you have none for the rest of it.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Have you been getting complaints? No. Her lack know. of enthusiasm, I give her a one-star review.
0: I but. give you a one-star <laughs> in your enthusiasm department. Um, so, say hello to everybody like you did last time. Hello
1: week. to everybody like I did the last time. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, what have you got to say before the show starts? Well,
1: was that before the after the discussion? Before the after-the-show discussion wasn't much of a discussion. I went outside and I planted some plants. So I have dirt in my fingernails. Tell us a bit
0: about your planting, what you did yesterday.
1: Do you think they want to know? Yes. Okay. I have a split personality. I don't like being outside. I don't like sweating. I don't like sun. I hate the beach. I don't like bugs. None of that shit. But for some reason, in the last seven years, I have taken to gardening. So you can understand this is complicated. So I go outside, I get all in it like, oh, I've been plant, growing my plants since like February. There, Lots of them. I have like over 200 and not places for 200 plants. So I have to kind of organize and fix special places in the yard. And yesterday was very sunny. And as you watched me for the first two hours, right in the middle of the day, I started to get sunburned. And you got concerned and then you slathered me, my shoulders and my back, my neck. It slathered the right word. <laughs> you slathered me with 100 SPF. <laughs> and yet, I still have a sunburn. But not as bad as it would have been, because I spent the whole rest of the day planting and organizing and cleaning. And that part I love. You say I love all that part. And then I'll sit down on the edge, and I'm just like, oh, God. This f- whatever's in this grass is pissing me off, like, crawling on my ankle or... Whatever, right? I'm just, it's like I'm not made for it. It's like someone's possessing my body who used to love to garden. (laughs) Right. Right. So they're, like, forcing me and giving me a certain amount of pleasure, I'll admit. It's very satisfying. And at the same time, I'm out there and the sun is beating down and I'm like, fuck this. (laughs) So... I don't know if anyone else can ever accept that they have duality in their personalities and what wins out, right? For most of my life, all of my life until the last few years, and I'm 52, I opted out. There's no way I'm going outside. There's no gardening involved. There's nothing. I'm not going outside. I'm going to watch TV for the rest of my life, which is what I did pretty much. And now this. So I'm a little sunburned, but we're going to have tomatoes and peppers, lots of peppers
0: so grow your own food people even if if it's uncomfortable it's
1: very specific but you might be surprised that you find amount of pleasure in one element you plant a seed and then it sprouts and you're like oh oh (laughs) you might not have that you might look and go what's the big deal seeds sprout all the time obviously Who cares? But I will look at them like, whoa, and I like to see what they look like and how they're all different and they change. I like change and gardening is constant change. So maybe that's what satisfies me.
0: All right. Well done. Nice speech.
1: Yeah. It's a little long for the opening of the show. Yeah. This is not a Sid Talk show.
0: It is not. All right. So it is Saturday, May the 30th. This is After the Show, where a movie review podcast... And this is our 636th episode. Hooray for us. The movie we're looking at this week is The Way Back. It's a 2020 movie released on Blu-ray. You can pick it up now. It's rated R. And it's from our friends at Warner Brothers who sent us a review Blu-ray. So, Sid Talk, give us the synopsis and then I'll give you the real one.
1: Well, the title kind of tells you. I mean, it's not like Lost Out in a Desert like another movie called The Way Back. Was it a desert? Mountains?
0: It was a true story, that one. They were going from one place to another through the desert, yeah. It was through
1: a the de- desert. Desert? I thought there were mountains. And I think they might was have freezing in the mountains. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's not that. <laughs> it's a man's way back from being lost uh, to alcoholism and trauma in his life.
0: All right, so I'll give you the one off the box. Jack Cunningham, a.k.a. Ben Affleck. It doesn't say a.k.a., but I thought that would add to it. <laughs>
1: Or maybe performed by? Was a high school
0: basketball phenom with a promising future? Phenom
1: or phenom?
0: Phenom, phenom. Okay. Potato, potato. Okay. (laughs) And when he suddenly walked away from the game, now years later, he is drowning in the alcoholism that cost him his marriage and any hope for a better life. When Jack is asked to coach the basketball team at his alma mater, Mater, potato. (laughs) He may have finally found a reason to confront his demons.
1: Alma, potato, alma, patata. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes. (laughs) But will it be enough to heal the deep wounds of his past and set him on the road to redemption? Good
1: grief. I made it. I was so much more brief and so much more on point.
0: Yeah, that that was the one off the box. That wasn't my interpretation.
1: Sure, 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 (laughs) sure. Yeah, yeah, um, sure, sure. The
0: way back... Let's go into the movie. It's a sports movie. What do I think of sports movies?
1: Hmm. Meh. It takes a lot for you to really enjoy them. Let's just say we don't,
0: we're not sports people. Like, we don't watch sports, right? Correct. And people find that hard to believe. Sometimes I'll say, I don't watch sports. And they go, Come on. Of course you do.
1: Come on. Everybody watches sports. And I'm like, No,
0: I actually don't ever.
1: (laughs) I never have. I have a sister and a brother and another sister. That's all my siblings. Uh, <laughs> Two sisters and a brother, and they're all into like cardinal's baseball, saint louis cardinals baseball big time i've never ever 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 well, ever been these sports.
0: these people who these same people who say, Oh, of course you like sports then they they'll often like talk about some sports person to you, mm-hmm. you know. And they'll go, uh, such and such, what do you think of him? And I'll be like, I don't even know who that is. Seriously, I don't know.
1: Don't know what you're talking about. And they look at you like, how could you not? That's like saying, do you know who Ben Affleck is and someone not knowing?
0: (laughs) Yeah, actually, that is true. Because, uh, listen to this. My uh, friend who's really into sports, right, on on Twitter. The other day, he asked me about, have you watched some basketball documentary that's out? It's about such and such. And I'm like... Well, I've never really watched basketball and I don't even know what that's what that is. Like I wouldn't watch that. And he's like, How could you not know what any of that is? Like it's <laughs> like really famous. Like, and I'm like, I just never watch sports. But then the other day I said to him, <clears throat> that, uh, you know, Kate Blanchett? You know Kate Blanchett. Yep. She's got a you know the Bo- Borderlands video game. They're making a movie of it, and she's gonna be the lead actress. And I said, oh, Borderlands has got a lead actress. It's Kate Blanchett. How awesome is that? And he's like, I don't know who that is. (laughs) So I guess each to his own, right?
1: (laughs) You say, have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? Yeah.
0: Well, I did say that. And he said, I still don't know who it is, even though he'd seen it.
1: She also played Bob Dylan. Yes. Which we've never seen, actually. But I know who she is.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's...
1: But to be fair, if you name a bunch of current musical people... Even on the channel on series that I listen to, which is The Chill, and you just rattle off a bunch of names, I'm like, I don't know who you're talking about. So,
0: True. She, um, Kate Blanchett also played Thor's um, nemesis in... Uh, True. What? Wasn't she Thor's sister? Yes. Yeah. So um, forget about Kate Blanchett. Anyway, this is a <laughs> sports movie, The Way Back, a basketball movie. But, I said to you, this is the mo- this is kinda like a sports movie for somebody who doesn't care about the sports bit. Absolutely. Because it doesn't dwell on the sports bits. In fact, sometimes it just shows you the score of the match without showing you the match at all. Like it's just the there's the score. They lost. Or they won.
1: <laughs> yeah. And,
0: I- and I'm like, wow, that's refreshing because I thought I was gonna You're have like to.
1: buckled down for a I was 10 minute I, basketball game.
0: Yes, where I have to follow it, even not knowing how basketball works fully, but just have to pretend I'm not. But what's that's how on.
1: I feel when we're about to approach a fight scene or a car chase. Like, right. oh my God. And then when they truncate it, I'm like, oh, perfect.
0: So this, tr- this exactly, that's a good way of saying it. This truncates all the basketball parts.
1: I better look that word up just to confirm. I, I know think truncate just saying. means cut off, right? <laughs> I want to sound intelligent but by telling you that i'm not sure if i know what that means i
0: think it just means cut off so yeah it does it (laughs) there are there are a few basketball matches is it called a match see i'm really it's a game all right a game matches football right
1: so well not american football
0: there are a few basketball games in this um but they're very brief i mean i'm talking like two minutes and then there then there is a major one in this which is in a big arena type thing that they don't show you any of
1: yeah, true. which i was
0: like wow they show you they show you the the players coming out into the big basketball arena and then they cut it away they cut away and go to something else i was like wow they spent time making a big arena it might have been cg for all i know i don't know
1: well you watch those guys on youtube
0: yeah but um
1: i think because know. it's it truly is about it's not about the, the basketball. story but they all are aren't they all the yeah. stories about sports are actually about the characters and redemption. Same as this one, overcoming something, the team coming together, overcoming terrible things and all that. Well, this but this one's
0: barely about the team. Like, I True. Mean, there, are, there are a couple of personalities in the team, but they don't really go places with it, the team itself.
1: They're just sort of highlighting maybe... Elements of his youthful personality. The one kid who just wants to play because he loves running out there and everybody cheering for him and he wants to be good, but he mostly wants to just play game, play the game. And the other kid who really understands the game, like savant almost, you know what I mean? Like that kind of a guy who's learned every term and everything about it. I think he's, we're seeing those two personalities because that's him when he was a kid. Right. So we're kind of representing his, and that's why he kind of, leans toward them a bit, you know?
0: So the, the movie actually follows our main character, Jack, and he is a, he used to be a good basketball player. And now years later, he is, something's happened in his life. He's not the, it's not at the best place in his life, but he gets a call to coach a team, a high school team, which he takes. But we, you know, we find out pretty early on, I think right at the beginning, right, that he's an alcoholic.
1: Mm-hmm. It's very obvious. Yeah,
0: I mean, he's drinking beer in the shower. He's, uh, I mean, he's he's very clearly an alcoholic. So it's the, it's the, you know, is it is redemption the right word?
1: Well, from his point of view, and from his marriage, and obviously his family suffers to a degree because he just is Checked absent. Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you redeem yourself. The pain and the worry you've caused them. I mean, you know, that's the way I take it. Yeah. So he's... Also for yourself. I mean, you're punishing yourself continuously because you don't want to go do it again. You don't want to have that beer in the shower, but... I can't fucking do it if I don't, so fuck it, I'll just do it anyway. There's the F word for you a few times. But that's kind of the, he swears a lot too, which is really fun. He
0: swears a lot in this movie. <laughs> and what, the funny part of that is the high school team that he's yeah. uh, coaching are a Catholic it's high a school g- team. <laughs> so it, it doesn't go down very well. they try
1: well. to nicely tell him that there's a code of conduct.
0: Yeah, I like that it doesn't go down very well, but he never actually adapts. He always swears. He tries. He he gets told, doesn't he? Like, don't... Yeah. Please don't swear because, you know, we need to teach these kids, like, the right way and God's word and all that. And he's like, okay, I'll try. And then he I did
1: appreciate that it didn't rely on the religious aspect. It was combined. Like, the idea that he's going to end up in a 12-step program, which they don't point that out directly. But it's... We all understand what 12 steps are. And part of that is... Accepting a higher power and apologizing to people you've hurt and integrating, uh, some sort of spirituality into your life. And so obviously this Catholic church is a thing in his life anyway. So I like how it wasn't heavy handed. Like you have options. You don't have to, you know, he even, he even does pretty successfully without him doing anything. He just stops drinking for a while because he's interested in this ball team. Right. And he kind of uses that to fill the hole. Yeah. But then the thing that torments him just can't go away. So, but it's it's quite
0: unconventional because I think you start watching this movie. I well, this was my opinion. Started watching it thinking, oh yeah, I've seen this type of movie before. I understand the structure. I understand how this goes. I understand I'm going to feel sad and probably uplifted at some point.
1: <laughs> you figured him out.
0: Yeah, I mean that's how these movies go. They're an inspirational thing generally. True. But this one kind of turns it on its head a few times. In fact, there is a, there is a scene in the movie where it, you'll know what I'm talking about. it. The movie fades to black. A celebr You know, it's a big celebratory. Um,
1: celebratory. That's the one. Truncate.
0: <laughs> I'm truncating my celebratory. Truncate,
1: by the way, means to scoff. shorten or cut off the top or the end. And words that are synonyms would be to shorten cut curtail dock prune trim or lop so there you go all right it was accurate
0: so it fades to black at a very happy moment and i said to you oh is is that the end because okay i could see that being the end but it, it still felt
1: a little unsatisfying it felt
0: a little short and unsatisfying and, and then it goes to another part of the movie and uh You know, I would say the other part of the movie is where a lot, most of the very emotional, heartfelt stuff is, Mm -hmm. and it almost feels like an epilogue. Like it's, but then it, it, they have a, you know, this is why I didn't know what was going on. Like I thought I knew how it was structured, but I didn't. And then it leads to a, you know, a giant match with his team and all that. But then that is truncated. And it doesn't matter. I didn't feel like I need to see that match. I need to see what happened, but I didn't feel like I needed to see it. I felt happy with what was happening.
1: Yeah, I which agree. is
0: interesting. I mean, that's not because I'm just not into sports. If you're coming into this to watch lots of basketball action, you can be disappointed, I guess, because it's not a lot. But um, I think the like the feeling of sports runs through it, like the the determination of people and. You know, even though it's high school, I said to you, "Does high school basketball is it serious or? But it is. It's the start of people's careers, isn't it? Like, like it's you got you know you get in the high school basketball team, and you're really into it, and then hopefully that leads to the college basketball team, and then to the big basketball league, right? Yeah. So
1: some, yeah,
0: but I mean, at first I'm like, well, high school basketball in England. If you're in the team, nobody gives a shit. It's just like, you've got to do it. <laughs> like, it's not like somebody's aspiring to be something. I didn't feel like it. But um, in this... Maybe you're just crappy. No, I mean, I didn't go in it. But, I mean, I watched other people going, oh, God, you have to do that. Yeah. But it was the 70s.
1: Oh, the 70s. How old are you? So,
0: the big elephant in the room on this movie is, if you know anything about the real life, this is not a true story, by the way. It's a fictional tale.
1: Although it's probably true. Although it could be true. (laughs) It's probably very true. Um,
0: So the elephant in the room is that Ben Affleck recently went through alcoholism.
1: 2018.
0: 2018, early 2019. He was in rehab. So he lived through a a situation like this. And, you know, very... He made this movie mid-2019, so... Very, he'd have been raw, wouldn't he, at that point? Like, right in the middle of his his 12 step program or whatever he's doing to make himself better. And he got into making this movie, which is a movie which is about exactly what was happening to him. Which is,
1: it seems, sounds like it. Yeah. So, I mean, minus his, the character's issue, he doesn't have that
0: issue. But deal, you know, dealing with a character who's alcoholic when you. I was going to say used to be alcoholic, but he doesn't even refer to himself as that, right? And that's...
1: That's how people do. I am an alcoholic and that's it.
0: Yeah. And there is an extra on this Blu-ray where he actually confronts it a little bit and talks about it. It's very brief, but he does say, I am alcoholic and this kind of, you know, fit me perfectly to do this role. You know, One of the things I noticed watching the movie was, and it made me feel sad quite a lot, was I can see it in him. I don't know if I'm bringing that to it or it's him, Ben Affleck. Right. But there were moments where he was stood um, and there was much more going on than what he was... Like, Like I was just looking in his face and Do I was
1: Do you mean like, in scenes? Yeah. Okay. He just looked,
0: like, sad. Like, like he was bringing it all up. Like, sure. I mean, I know he's an actor, but, like, there were scenes where... I know what you're saying. The scene with his ex-wife towards the end... Um. Where he, he looked pretty devastated. like <laughs> I was like, is he just like channeling what's just happened to him? It just felt kind of more real for that. But I don't know if I brought that to it because I... I know what happened. Or he was doing a good job. I don't know. Do you? I don't. It's a hard one to uh, nail. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Ben Affleck. Don't get me wrong. Are you?
1: Yes. I've always really liked him.
0: Yeah, I have too. I think he's a, I think he's a really good actor. Go go and watch Chasing Amy. The scene, <laughs> the scene in the rain on Chasing Amy.
1: Best Ben Affleck scene ever.
0: I think so too. I think it is
1: best it, Kevin Smith scene in any Kevin Smith movie. Yeah,
0: it chokes me up. It's that whole movie Chasing Amy. It's, uh, it's
1: because like the poster says, it says it like it feels.
0: Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? It's uh, It makes you. It gets you.
1: It, it gets you. Gets you.
0: Yeah, and I felt I felt that way for this movie. Quite a few of the times, I was like, "Oh, I can see the pain. Like it's oh, <laughs> I-, I just really oh, I don't know." And you know, and then there was times where he it felt like he was getting his act together, and you're like, "And you said, I feel like this is going to go down, <laughs>
1: yeah, again. yeah." But I w- these I movies like- have a down, down, down. But
0: we'd already had a down, so I was like, "No, this will be all the up part now, right?" Isn't that how these movies go? Because we had the down, it was right at the beginning where he was really drunk.
1: Nah, that's not the real down. That's no, just and then that's it, just life. And for then him. the
0: real down, which I won't mention, but it's a comes out comes out of left field a little bit, the family part. hmm I was like, Oh because it pieces together like like slowly throughout the movie of why he would be so damaged.
1: And well, I mean, why. it's partly, but then other people have the same trauma and don't do the same thing. Well, so, it's... Like his wife, I guess. Yeah, exactly.
0: But still, some people are weaker than others. And...
1: Don't think it's weakness. It's just different. Your brain comprehends things differently.
0: And the scene where he goes to the hospital in the middle of the movie, you know what I'm talking about. hmm And he says, I just can't be here, and walks away and goes yep. straight to the bar. That was, I, I thought that was really good. I mean, there's a lot of scenes where you'll be like, well, did you cry during this movie? Yes. What well, what specific Just like theme? the
1: enduring sadness of humanity when we have this thing where life is difficult, right? The world is difficult right now, particular I'm not just now particularly, but I mean in this moment there are a lot of terrible things happening in the world. And because our brains all deal with things differently, some people When the trauma comes or the fear comes or not being able to comprehend how to deal with something, it's better to hide, to run away, and to escape it, however that is. And it can start from an early age. It's just the way you're wired in your brain. You can overcome your behaviors and how you do it, right? You don't have to cut yourself forever or drink forever or do drugs forever. But until something really gets a hold of you to be able to change that behavior you're just like you're kind of broken and it just is very sad because every person has the same potential to feel good in their life everyone deserves that well i won't say every single human because some are horrible but you know in general yeah and so the sadness is some people will never you you can look them straight in the face and say After they've just said, I'm a piece of shit, I don't deserve to be here, I screwed up, and then they reminisce about the past and every terrible thing, and they will, it's like they're stuck, like a record that's stuck, you know? Yeah. On the same line, or in a loop, like from Truman Show, they're in a loop, and you just, you're looking, I'm like, no, from this moment on, you can move forward, you can have something different. I'll just change one thing, and it's like you're looking into the vastness, it's it's nothing is there. No, nothing. You can't get in there and like make them understand they deserve to not be unhappy or lost or hope the pain that they feel and that they're not alone. You know, people think they're the only one, that no one understands their suffering, no one ever will get me. And whatever the specific situation is, I can guarantee you. <laughs> Other humans have experienced it, right? What What can we invent? There's nothing to invent anymore of terrible things a person can go through. But in their mind, they're isolated and, you know, then the anger and fear and self-deprecation and life isn't worth living. It's all very sad. And yes, I feel like I've experienced it and been close to people like that. Been close to it myself when I was young. And that's what makes me sad is like wow there's here's ben affleck right now if you go back to the real his real life story and everybody's like well what's he got to be miserable about and he's a rich actor handsome blah 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 you know what i mean living the life but that isn't anything if inside of you every time you look out into the world through your eyes with your brain you are somehow empty to it all because you just can't figure out why something hurts and then that takes over your whole brain. And that's doesn't matter if you're rich or famous or super successful, whatever that means, the inside of your brain is really, that's the sad part because sometimes you can't get in there. You know, I have one person from my high school class who committed suicide because
0: yeah, they just he can't. was
1: intelligent, like above average intelligence, you know, always was. And then by the time he was, 25? Well, we were 28 because we were coming up on our 10th year anniversary or class reunion. I talked to him before we were getting it all together and he was like, just I probably won't go and please don't tell anybody that I'm just, that I'm still taking classes and I'm like the bouncer at the bar downtown, okay? Just don't tell anybody that. So later, finding out he commits suicide, and we had a longer conversation, but there was nothing you could, I could have said to him that would like, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, there. Somebody could possibly shine a light on something in his brain that maybe changed his mind, but who knows, right? But he is just so sad that, you know, I
0: don't Mm. know if he was an
1: addictive personality, though. He might have been. I don't know.
0: Well, so um, how did you like the look of this movie? It looked really good. I liked it a lot. It's like a, um, it's kind of natural looking. Is that the right word?
1: Yeah. Well, Um, natural as film goes
0: yeah i mean it's definitely film because you can see the grain but like sometimes the director of photography lets the like light shine right into the lens which is kind of like a no-no usually
1: yeah and it's a little too much but you know what i'm saying it it
0: happens not just during it happens sometimes in the basketball parts you're like oh wow that's a odd choice to put the camera there with the light shining from the window right into it but
1: some people think it symbolizes something
0: like uh what I don't know. <laughs> Is it a filmmaking
1: tool? Sometimes, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, there's a bunch of that. Uh, when you just, I asked you, did you like it? You said you really liked how it looked. And then I talked about the lighting and then you went, oh, I didn't really like that. So do you really like how it looked? Yeah, like,
1: well, the solar flares in the camera. Which are, are real. S-
0: They're not like fake ones. Right.
1: Well, there was one that I think might have been fake when they were at the grave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can like the way it looks and not like that.
0: Do you think the one at the grave was what to emphasize? That's I don't
1: that, know, that's what I'm saying. It probably meant something and it added like something visual. The
0: flair was the, the person don't still say with it, them.
1: Don't say no, I don't think mm-hmm.
0: so. Yeah. Anyway, um onto the cast. Ben Affleck as Jack. I mean, it's he's the standout thing of the whole movie. He's, he's the movie works because of him, right? I think.
1: Um yeah.
0: It's not because I mean
1: everybody's good though. They but are. yeah, he, we mostly see him, so yeah.
0: Um, what do you think, in general? Do you think he was, do you think he's an outstanding He was moving,
1: he made me cry. Yeah. Because I felt the character, and I felt, somehow, even though I do not know this person at all, but just telling this story, kind of felt, Wow, well, it must suck so bad. <laughs> like, so bad to be in that position, you know? Either of those positions. Yeah. I mean, it's just, a downer, isn't it,
0: really? But it is. You get it. Al Madrigal plays Dan. He's like the... What do you call that? The assistant coach? Yeah. Yeah? What do you think of that guy? I mean, he's... He, he was good. Is he a comedian? Because he's... He, he. I know he reined it all in, but he seemed like he could be comedic at any minute to me.
1: I don't know. I but don't know who quite,
0: he is. He quite, kind of reined it in. Uh, I actually really liked him. And this, the scene where he kind of had to tell on him... Yep. He was really that good. Was very good, yeah. Um... Also, giant bombs. Janina Gavankar. And what's giant
1: one. bomb? Tell everybody.
0: Janina Gavankar. If you don't know who she is, she um, she's she is an actress. She's in. She's been. She was in True Blood. Do you remember her in True Blood? No. She was one of the like. It was like one season. We've seen all of True Blood. One season where they kind of went out of town, and it was in this weird hotel place. Mm. She was like a lady. Who run that. Anyway. She's been in things, but not like I, I was listening to her the other day. Um, Giant Bomb is a podcast I listen to, video game podcast. She's a huge video gamer, and she's often on the Giant Bomb podcast. They call her a friend of Giant Bomb. <laughs> and whenever they do E3 and they do the live shows, where she comes and she's always on the video with them doing the thing. But she comes comes along and she reviews games for them. And... She was also in Star Wars Battlefront Two, which is a video game by EA. She was the main character in that. So she's been a Star Wars character. Because that's actually a... It fits into the canon and all that stuff. But um, here, I've never seen her do any dramatic acting. I've only ever seen some clips where she did some stuff. What did you <laughs> think of her in here? She was really good. Yeah, she was, wasn't she? She was...
1: Subtle I mean, she- and like understated in her reactions because when you have dealt with a person who's got addiction problems, at some point you are just sort of over it, not over it as in you don't care anymore, but like you have nothing. There's no more drama. There's no more like trying to comfort him or make him feel better or let him off the hook or anything. She's just like, okay. Yeah. I
0: like it when I liked some of the things when he comes to the hospital, when she's called him, and she stood there and there's no hug or... Yeah, And yeah. he just says, are you okay? And she's like, she's just standing there. You know, you feel that relationship, don't you? Like it's... it's Empty.
1: Yeah, A little it's, bit it's empty, finished. but also very full of history.
0: And where he's really horrible to her in the car. Yep. Yeah, I mean, not horrible, violent or anything, but the words he says are just yeah. nasty. Um, and there was, a, you know, when the tear streams out of her eye, it was like the perfect moment. Yep. It was like, oh, wow, this is the moment. I feel emotional.
1: So, oh, nice. I thought she was.
0: I thought she was actually very good. And whereas, you know, she is, I would say she is the leading lady of this movie. Sure. But she doesn't have a ton of scenes, unfortunately. I was hoping for a bit more more scenes. There's, what, three maybe? She goes to meet him at the restaurant thing. It the, feels like enough. Yeah. But no, I've, I thought she was really good. And uh, she's really good on the giant bomb. She loves Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> a video gamer in movies. Yes. A legitimate, you know, not like somebody who says they're into video games. Somebody who is, and I also put down Michael. do forget Watkins.
1: Evangeline, the uh, whatever. What Evangeline what Lily? Was but was she a gamer, or she just she just held up objects that people then videotaped?
0: Evangeline Lily was, if you don't, if you know her from Lost, she's also the Wasp. She's the Wasp. Um, she started out on Victor Lucas's, and it was Victor Lucas and. Tommy Tallarico's show on Canadian television probably, what, 25 years ago? And she was... Oh, it's been the, that
1: long. She right? was
0: the gamer girl. And basically, they did the reviews, and she was the girl who kind of dresses a bit scantily clad and holds like a Vanna White. Yep. She holds like the things that they're I mean, reviewing. don't
1: insult Vanna, but I know what you yeah, mean. yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, But she actually, if you go and look up on YouTube, some of the old clips, you'll see it. That's what she was. But I never bought that she was a gamer girl.
1: Okay. But this lady is.
0: This lady is absolutely, this lady will talk for, on the podcast there, for an hour about the in-depths of Metal Gear Solid. She'll be like, you know, back in 1992 and, you know, she knows everything. Okay. So she's legit. That's what I'm saying.
1: I'll take your word for it.
0: And I also put down Michaela Watkins as Beth. She's uh, Ben's sister.
1: Oh, yeah. She was good. I mean, she could have been anybody. But you, but you could yeah, see the
0: broke again, a broken relationship. Absolutely. Like, she had to react a certain way to him. That scene, the scene where he said, like, this is why I don't come here. Yep. That was very good.
1: He was being a jerk.
0: <laughs> yeah. but you, you, Yeah. What did he say? Which bedroom I was... Um, which of
1: the 20 bedrooms am I supposed to live in? Yeah. So he's making fun of her because apparently she has a nice life and he's b- bitter about that.
0: Yeah, exactly. So extras on the Blu-ray. Oh, director, Gavin O'Connor. Gavin O'Connor worked with Ben Affleck before on the movie The Accountant, which I think was very, very good. Mm-hmm. It kind of flopped, I think. Nobody really,
1: you know? It wasn't like a Ben Affleck movie kind mm- of deal. no.
0: Uh, If you get a chance to see that, it's a very good movie, The Accountant. This guy also did the movie Miracle, which is another sports movie. Miracle was about which one? It was ice hockey, I think. Oh, I don't know. And he also did a movie called Warrior, which was about MMA fighting.
1: Goodness, he's been around.
0: Yeah, so this guy's got a history of doing sports movies, but he also did The Accountant, which is definitely not a sports movie. Um, Extras on the Blu-ray, there are two. Actually. They're not they're not really substantial. One's called The Way Back This Sporting Life and one's called Every Loss Is Another Fight. The second one is where Ben Affleck talks about his alcoholism. So if you know, is I thought it was interesting, both of yeah. them. Yeah. He's also weirdly dressed like his character from Chasing Amy. <laughs> you have it? to
1: look up and see when he did it. I bet it was. Yeah.
0: He's if you look at Ben in the like talking headshots in the extras. He's dressed like... What, what is the guy in... Tri- is he Holden McNeil?
1: Yeah. He's you're dress- asking me? You're the Kevin He's Smith literally man.
0: dressed as Holden. So it's very weird. I was like, whoa. Did mm-hmm. he just step off the set of <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob? You know, the new one. <laughs> um, so IMDb reviews. Why do we mention those at this
1: point? Could you think they're hilarious? When they give him one star.
0: Yeah, and this, this movie is far from a one star movie, right? But some of these people on IMDb... Think this movie only deserves one star. Here are the people. This guy says, It's just as boring as the previews. The preview shows the entire movie. A drama simply means everyone looks depressed and never (laughs) smiles, and they keep playing melodramatic music over and over. I don't know what else there is to even say about this. He yells at some kids, and they play harder. End of movie. I mean, it's not
1: 100% inaccurate. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well him yelling at the kids uh, that's really not the point of the movie really i don't think
1: point no but if movie. that person was desperate for a sport movie yes and that's what that yeah i can see that
0: this guy says if you thought for a moment this was going to be anything like leaving las vegas you were sadly misinformed i don't remember that being a sports movie
1: Anyway. Well, if you thought it was an alcoholic movie.
0: This is an after-school movie where they show Affleck drinking and ha- leaving beer cans in his office. It's a complete waste of time. I paid $20 to stream this. Holy crap. I That's it- kind
1: of your own choice. I wish it was free. Not just kind of your own choice. Grow up. Jesus. He says,
0: I give it one shower beer out of ten.
1: Okay. Okay. He's trying to be clever. Yeah. Fail. That-
0: this guy's really trying to be clever. It's more Boozer than Hooser.
1: Oh, yeah. That's Re- funny.
0: And he says, remember hoosers, Hoosiers. Is it Hoosiers? Hoosiers. Hoosiers with Gene Hackman. It was a solid film with a p- phenomenal performance by Hackman. Well, what if a director with an attention disorder, shaky camera angles and ridiculous zooms, and a lead actor who isn't stretching all that much by playing a alcoholic attempting to get better would it work no we know now that it won't it was hard to get through approximately 10 minutes of this remake goodness mm-hmm. gracious remake um, <laughs> let alone 110 minutes ben affleck's acting was better um in Mallrats, rats that's his wheelhouse
1: what is uh, there's a person who's angry and coping with their anger <laughs> by lashing out what a jerk. There's me coping with my uh, mm, neutrality. I don't really care enough, but to call him a jerk.
0: This guy says, So you make an R-rated movie about basketball knowing kids would want to watch it. This has too much cursing. And it's typical Hollywood trash bad influence on kids movie. This is another reason I'm a Christian Hollywood H-Jesus. That doesn't even make sense, but I get kind of get what it says. Or said. are
1: they taking the piss? Maybe. Out of the concept there. Maybe. What it's doing is um, drawing your attention to the plight of the ch- the boys, the young men, um, that their family life, they might have outrageous behavior, but there's reasons. Everyone has reasons. And it's uplifting in a way that not only at 50 years old, which I'm assuming Ben's character is, because I think that's how old he is, right? Well, maybe not 50 yet, but close. Um, that he is having... Oh, you know, a chance to re examine his life and figure out his worth and all that stuff in a different way. These young men are also getting that chance by him pointing out to them their value on the team and like pointing out this to the one kid, like, don't be a jerk, like, <laughs> just don't be a jerk. And then sort of like uplifting them. I find it very uplifting to the young people.
0: You, you don't think it was doing them a disservice? No, no, he neither.
1: I think you got to swear a little bit sometimes.
0: <laughs> oh, and he really does get into the swearing. Yeah, it's I mean, hilarious. It's quite funny. It's quite fun. It's quite fun. It's fun. If you like swearing, this is a fun movie for you. So, um, yeah, those are the IMDb reviews. Uh, thank you to Warner Brothers for sending us a copy. Uh, let's give it some kind of score. I'm giving it like a 7 out of 10.
1: Oh, I would give it like an 8. I think it's really good. It's good for what it is. It's well, It looks it's good, good. it's told well. The one little bit with the woman and the thing and the, you know. What, what we... Yeah, at the end, you know. After what, we thought it was the end, the next part, then that was a little bit out of... You mean the boat? Yeah. Yes. But it also makes sense in his story that he's just fallen off... And he told us already that he was—he had a lot of troubles when he was young and drugs and doing lots of crazy shit. This fits that. It just didn't seem to fit the rest of what we know of him in this movie. But I, I could accept it.
0: All right. So we, uh, we recommend you see it because we...
1: i don't, don't speak for me. I don't recommend movies.
0: Well, I'll recommend you see it. <laughs> um, if you like sports movies... If you, uh, actually, if you don't like sports movies, apparently it's all right. I liked it. I I don't like sports movies, but there again, I like Rocky. Is that a sports movie?
1: (laughs) Yes, but also a movie about overcoming something, and then later becomes about redemption.
0: Yeah, I like all the Rocky movies and Creed as well. I like those. Aren't
1: they all pretty much? Even the one with the car racing that we watched? Days of Thunder. Rush. 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 Oh, Rush was really good. It wasn't really about personal redemption, though, No,
0: but it? I actually do like motorsports, so that's where that one got me. I do like um, watching racing you cars. You do? Yeah. So, uh, if it's like a sport where it's just men running around throwing things or kicking <laughs> something, I'm not really into that.
1: Not true, because you watch the World Cup every four years.
0: Yeah, but if they drive in a car, I do kind of like that, but not NASCAR, because they're just going in a circle, not into it. I like, I like it when they go left and right. So... <laughs> did I just insult all of Nazca yes <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on um, rec- movie recommendations I'm going with Chasing Amy It's as it's the best Affleck performance ever do you agree
1: um I don't know I'd have to compare everything because he was also in that one with the Munich and right or was he was it, that was he, Eric Banana he wasn't
0: in Munich no
1: did he direct it
0: no steven spielberg
1: why am i thinking what did he do that was like argo. oh argo argo fuck yourself oh my god <laughs> <laughs> too much swearing in this podcast it's not uplifting to the children no um you have to see the whole movie to know what he's saying um i don't know if it's the best he's different and everything that scene i think is one of the best scenes yeah but i don't know about i
0: think it's one of the best scenes
1: just also, town. The Town is really good. It's high intensity. The but Town cool. is
0: very good. Goodwill Hunting is very good. True. That's um, old. That's old school. So, Chasing Amy is my first recommendation. My second one is a David Fincher film called Gone Girl. Oh, yeah. Which stars Mr. Ben Affleck.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. and it's Weird a, and good. It's also, weird. Yeah. was it Ben Affleck? <clears throat> tree of Life.
0: Ben Affleck was in Tree... Uh, Brad Pitt was in Tree of Life.
1: Also... Ben Affleck. No. <sighs> the what am I thinking of? When well, he was in Malik movie.
0: He was sure. in a Malik movie, but it wasn't that one. It was the well, the one that came after it, where he was with the lady from 007.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, but I forget what that one's called.
1: Are you sure it's not Tree of Life?
0: It's not Tree of Life, but if you if you if I put turn it on and you started watching it, you probably would think it was Tree of Life because it's pretty much the same thing.
1: I'm looking. I'm looking.
0: It's like. Circle. I have
1: this thing called the internet. Don't tell anybody. Circumference,
0: circle. I don't know.
1: Ah, I see what you're saying.
0: But it's got Olga Kurienko, I think she's called, from James Bond and, and Ben Affleck.
1: Something. Are you sure you're not mixing up?
0: No. It's a Terrence Malick movie, for sure. And I'm looking. And they're building a house. I sitting. they go and look at a house, a new house, remember? It's it's kind of... It dream. was also Batman. It's kind of dreamy. To the wonder. To the wonder. To yeah. the wonder. Yeah. Olga Olga Korienko.
1: I don't know yet. I'm all, I'm clicking. I'm clicking. <laughs> yeah, you are right.
0: Yeah, that's that's another good. Malachi. And Rachel
1: McAdams. Don't yes. remember her being in there. Mm. Javier Bardem.
0: But a uh, Gone Girl not is uh, definitely one that I really enjoyed by David Fincher and Ben Affleck's. Quite sad in that one, too, isn't
1: he? I said these, br- these brothers, the Affleck yeah. brothers, they don't make cheery stuff except for Ben's performances in Kevin Smith movies. Other than that, like you can't get much more sad than even Manchester Batman's, on the Sea.
0: Batman's very sad.
1: <laughs> Come on, Batman on the Sea, Gone Girl, they're all very, in the town, this Argo even, it's kind of intense. It's not like as depressing, but hardcore stuff for these young men.
0: All right. So, what are your uh, recommendations?
1: Mine are because I'm going back for 2020, 100 years and 50 years. And so, go back uh, 100 years to 1920. 1920. They were making movies, everyone. This is true. They were black and white and there was no sound, but still.
0: They they were filmed.
1: They were what got us to where we are now. You know, everything is a step forward. One called The Penalty, starring Lon Chaney. And I know nothing else because I forgot to look it up. So, the penalty.
0: <laughs> Look at the dedication she puts in for you every week.
1: <laughs> Sorry. You have a Lon Chaney. You know? He's one of those guys from
0: Your attention and dedication. <laughs> it's unmatched.
1: And then, for 1970, which was 50 years ago, a little gem in the whole story of Planet of the Apes called Beneath the Planet of the Apes.
0: I don't remember that one, but I have seen them all.
1: It's pretty crappy, I think. But mm. that's it. Beneath the Planet of the Apes and uh, that other one. We'll say To the Wonder because it's very weird and some people might hate it, which will make it interesting for them to watch. And uh, The Penalty, which I don't know what it is, but it's got Lon Chaney. I'll also <laughs> randomly
0: recommend uh, The X-Files.
1: Oh, are you telling him that?
0: Well, I'd, maybe we told him last week. Maybe. Uh, but we've, we've started to rewatch The X-Files.
1: From the and we're up
0: to... We watched Fire last night from the first season, which I, I don't know what number that one is. Um, no, number we're up to season one, episode 13. That's the one we're going to watch tonight, Beyond the Sea. So, you know,
1: we've been watching one or two a day. And uh, how do you... The differences in our personalities are vast, but one of the biggest differences is I am very indulgent. You could say that I have a somewhat addictive personality, and... One or two is never enough. That's not how I, my brain operates. So when we watch one and then you're like, oh, let's move on to something else. I'm thinking I could sit here and watch five of these or 10. I could watch a whole year. I don't understand the one is enough. You're the kind of person who can open a bag of potato chips and look at the back and it says 11 chips is one helping. And <laughs> so you count 11 freaking chips in your little bowl and then that's fine and i'm just like that's great because i'll eat the rest of the bag as my one helping because <laughs> that's <laughs> and then as i'm getting to the bottom of a giant bag i'm like oh they're almost all gone this isn't enough <laughs> so yeah i would probably be through the first three seasons by now but you're pacing us
0: so it's yeah. good Some and it's th-
1: really good i forgot how this is why this is why we met everyone this we did explain this because of our X files affection
0: yeah we did explain this last week yes
1: met across the pond on the old internet back in 1998 because of the x-files so
0: I'm, I'm having some you know we recently we rewatched twin peaks all of it mm-hmm. you'd, you'd never seen them the original ones properly
1: not really not really where i was paying attention
0: um and you you know we watched that and i think you uh, you love twin peaks like me all right yeah maybe not like not that. like you but i think you enjoyed it overall Um, I'm getting some Twin Peaks vibes from these early X-Files episodes. They're just a bit out there sometimes. Like, I mean...
1: Well, it's right on the tail end of the the first season. And the acting is a
0: bit melodramatic, you know?
1: And coy, and there's, you know...
0: Like the English family, the posh English family. You know, it's kind of odd. It feels a bit odd, like...
1: It's very functional a lot of the time.
0: Yeah. We want
1: you to know that this is a whoever they are. And so everything about them is almost, um, graphic. Like you could draw a little two dimensional picture of them and you'd be like, yep, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Just to go back a little bit. I did look up the penalty from 1920, a deformed criminal mastermind plans to loot the city of San Francisco, as well as revenge himself on the doctor who mistakenly amputated his leg. Oh, that's 1920. Everybody. That sounds pretty radical. So I'm saying the penalty.
0: All right. So, uh, they're all the things we'll recommend. Um, Ace stuff. Uh, next week, June the 4th, would be the week that the uh, E3 falls, but due to the pandemic situation, there is no E3 this year, but there really kind of is an E3, and it'll be like one of those virtual ones where all the different games companies will be this week and next week showing off all their stuff. So I kind of like that better.
1: Is because, it ready? Is it like Ready Player One, where everyone could put on a uh, you know? It is not. Okay.
0: But you can sit at your computer and watch it. But anyway, on Thursday, June the fourth, the Sony are announcing the PlayStation Five. They're going to show the hardware, show the games. You know, none of it's been unveiled yet. We don't know what games. So I, I love Sony's press conferences. This one's going to be not like they're not in a big hall or anything. It's just a you know, produced, like a TV show for an hour. But they're going to show all the new games. And there's also an Xbox One sometime this week, but they haven't announced the date. Ubisoft are doing one. They're all doing one. I'll mention them all next week when they've done them. Okay, so uh, how much do you think the PS5 will cost?
1: Is that the right question? yes no the right question is do i care how much it costs no
0: i uh, will we'll just next week we'll probably know how much it costs uh,
1: I, <laughs> I don't care i'm, going I'm not for, buying it so i don't care
0: i'm going for 499 okay
1: you're on record now
0: and you're going for i don't care i know you don't care but you have to say a number
1: i'll tell you how much it should be okay 79 dollars
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say seventy nine cents.
1: Seventy nine dollars is a reasonable amount to pay for a device through which you will be purchasing other things. What are we,
0: can we get you to go and work for Sony and push for that? Price? <laughs> <laughs> it probably won't be that price.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm pretty
0: <laughs> sure. No. It'll be, I think it's between 3 ninety nine and 4 It's a whole other
1: subject. These This culture of convincing everyone that these poor giant corporations have spent so much to make this device for you that you should be willing to spend a whole freaking house payment on it. No, you shouldn't. It's a toy. It is a toy. It is a computer. You can get on the internet. You can play games. I get it. It's functional. It's very important to some people. You love your games. I get that. You're offending my hobby. It is not a vital thing. A phone should not be $1,000. A gaming device should not be $500. It is ridiculous. It distorts the value of other things. And so it annoys me. That's why I do not care, because I will not purchase it. Even if you said it's the only thing you wanted for your birthday or for Christmas, I would not purchase it for you.
0: Wow. You bought me a PS3, though, when the PS3 came out.
1: It wasn't $500. You bought it me for Christmas. I already had one, but
0: you bought me a second and
1: one. And it's all, it's all you got.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so don't say you don't buy games. Oh, you bought me a Dreamcast also.
1: Dreamcast was different because I just met you and I hadn't formed this opinion yet. I had, wasn't in the gaming world to see the manipulation and all the bullshit. And now I have. And so there you go. This is where we're at.
0: Well, thank you. For games supporting
1: should not be $80. Hobby. I support your habit as long as you hobby, support your hobby. Not a habit. it's <laughs> a habit. Come on. <laughs> if you did not have games for a week...
0: I do love games.
1: I know. That's what I'm saying.
0: All right. So um, what I've been playing this week. Mafia 3. I played that some more of that. And I've been playing a game on Game Pass called Minecraft Dungeons. So Minecraft, you all know no Minecraft. Well, they've made a new Minecraft game, which is, it's like Diablo. I would call it like Baby's First Diablo. You get what I'm saying? No. It's like a really dumbed down version of
1: like Duplo blocks for Lego people, maybe. Yes,
0: exactly. Like okay. That. Yeah. If you're if you're into Lego and somebody gives you some Duplo blocks, you're like, oh, hold on.
1: This I get you.
0: This is not quite as good. So they're
1: dummying it down for everyone.
0: Yeah, they've dummied it down. It, it's it's like Diablo, but you're in the Minecraft world. It's overhead, you're swiping stuff with your sword. You're leveling up. You're getting new, you know, stuff. I played it for a couple of hours, and I I wasn't really into it. I'm not into Minecraft either, though. Are you? No. I, it's funny, because I thought you would be... You, would, I mean you never got into it, but I thought you might like Minecraft. No,
1: because you don't understand me fully.
0: But it's just about building stuff.
1: Yeah, but that's not all I'm into. It can't just be about the building.
0: Right. I guess Minecraft's close to, like, a Lego set, but you can build what you want. I mean, it's not just all about building. There is a game in there, but... Anyway, Minecraft Dungeons, it's on Game Pass, so it doesn't... If you've got Game Pass, it's free. You can just download it and try it. But I don't think I'll be continuing playing it, so... It never got me into Minecraft. So what's for dinner, Sid Talk? What do you want? I want the Impossible Whopper from Burger Kingo.
1: It's impossible. But it's, well, I think I can manage it. Yeah. <laughs> then and that's what we're going to have. Because it's easy!
0: And delicious.
1: It's so easy!
0: And what is your, um advice to the folks
1: my advice because you know life is i'm gonna this isn't a rev this isn't going to be news to anyone <laughs> life is difficult life as a human in this world right it's you go along for patches where you're just like, this is awesome, and everything's great, and I'm feeling very happy and satisfied, and look at my family, or look at my friends, or look at this thing I'm doing, look what I'm accomplishing, I'm feeling great about myself, you go you go along, like, on your little rail that you're on, you know, like a train track, and then, like, the whole world Intervenes, or one thing (sighs) intervenes, or something distant from you makes you think, Holy crap, you know, there's a war, there's a hurricane, there's a volcano, there's rioting, there's a pandemic, there's like, ugh, there's people, people whose minds I do not comprehend. It's very difficult sometimes to sort through it all and like not have it consume your mind and, you know, make you want to check out, like check out from it and just be like, screw it. I'm just going to ignore everything and just do my thing and be non-existent or go to the bar every night or get yourself high or wasted all the time because it's too much, right? It's too much. I think that's totally understandable. When the world starts infecting your brain, like, you know, not actually infecting your brain, but what the part of it that I think is people don't accept is like, I still do not understand people. I don't understand the... I don't understand the... Um. I can't say I don't understand racism. I understand what it is. But when if you were to tell an alien race from another galaxy, oh, this person has this color skin, that person has that color skin, and they hate each other because of the color of their skin, and they say, just that? <laughs> like... Not because of some overriding, clear-cut difference that makes them at odds. You know, like a, a fox and a chicken. The chicken's gonna hate the fox because the fox only wants to kill and eat the chicken. Like, that's nature. But not in humans. It's not like that. It makes no sense. And so I can never comprehend it. If someone does something bad... And the next person comes along who resembles that person in any way, shape or form. It could be a mother who abused her children. And the next woman who comes along, you could say, oh, all women and all mothers are horrible because this woman abused her children, right? Every man could be horrible because one man raped someone once. Every, every, you could just apply that to everything. So it doesn't make any sense. And no matter how I push it through my brain, you know, like Play-Doh through one of those things where you put yeah. it in and you squeeze it and it comes out of a you know?
0: Do you remember the little um, barbershop?
1: Yes, Play-Doh that's what I'm barbershop. saying. And you press it into a particular yeah. shape and it makes more sense. You're like, okay, now it's hair. It's not just a blob of Play-Doh anymore. I don't have that with understanding the world. I don't do any religion whatsoever. And no, that's not going to fix me wanting to understand or comprehend or cope with the world. To me, it's not a fix. It's okay. This is my advice slash observation. It's okay to not know how to cope. It doesn't mean it's okay to do bad things to yourself or to others in a, in your, then you say, oh, fine, then I will go hurt myself or I'll go hurt someone else because I don't know how to cope. So I'll just do whatever I want. That's not what I'm saying. It's okay to just sit in your life and be like, I don't even know how to deal with this pandemic natural disaster, looting, racism, social breakdown, economic failure. It's like, ah, you know, but if you just let all that keep filtering through you without trying to squeeze it into a shape, just get on with your life, get on with your day. Think about it in little pieces, little chunks. And if you still come out at the end of the day going like, I don't even know, I don't know how to deal with this anymore. It's fine. Just still get a good night's sleep. Don't let your brain obsess over it and keep going. And every day you might chip away one little thing. You might talk to a person who gives you some insight and you're like, oh, okay, I understand maybe why this person is angry or that person reacts. The way they do just a little bit better and just sort of chip away at it. You don't, you know, I don't even know if that's advice, but it's okay to not know how to deal with the world. All
0: right. So you can catch this podcast, dot com. You can catch us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, can also go to Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, RSS feed. It's all there, com. Email feedback to me, ascully at ascully.com. Don't email Sid Talk. She does not want any of your shit. <laughs> and finally, um, stay classy, Bob and Doug up there in space. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I
1: is, a Bob Belcher. He's not real. No. But Bob and Doug, I get it. Bob and Doug are in a... Going to the International Space Station today.
0: Today we, you know, we I say we we launched it. You know, you and and I had nothing to do
1: with it. (laughs) We watched it on the internet.
0: We watched uh, Bob and Doug shoot off into
1: space. It was pretty. It was it was cool. Kind of overwhelming to watch, wasn't it? And and on the the flip side of that, I can totally comprehend why people in the world might say, "Are you kidding me? You're going through this multi 1000000 maybe a billion dollar operation when the world is falling apart. You know what I mean? Like, I can understand both sides of that. But I find it, it's the thing. You're chipping away at moving forward as a species. It's perhaps the
0: only, like, one of the, if you watch the news, one of the only positive things this week.
1: If you think it's positive, yes.
0: Yeah, I I feel it's very positive. I know you do. I love it. I love it.
1: I love it, meh. I mean, I'm a Star Trek fan. You're Star Wars. So our, our fictional minds are kind of, you know... We like space.
0: So stay classy, Bob and Doug.
1: (laughs) And I'm going to say, think for yourself, please. Because if you don't do it, someone will take the opportunity to do it for you.